Suns just took a three-point lead on your Wolves with 46 seconds left. Great shot by Russell. All right, fire it up. of hoops with Bo Bryan and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 87. It's Monday night, November 15th, 2021. Thank you for listening. original tunes this week who is with me this week in studio as usual is brian clark hi hello you all right yeah i'm good how are you i'm fine also coming to us virtually from st paul minnesota is bo brady hi hi are you doing okay i'm doing great yeah what's excellent Thank you both for being here. It's time to make a podcast. You know, my music uh, directly reflects the mood I was in when making the track. This one, I was obviously feeling a little silly. (laughs) For once. visit houseofhoops.com that's h-a-u-s of hoops.com for links to our social media you can listen to podcasts you can contact us you can visit our shop christmas shopping season is among us you can get some great gifts on there gotta get gotta get like one more shirt on there i think need one more idea maybe it's just something that says house of hoops i don't know Got to work that out. Anyway, what's going on, Bo? How you been? How's your week been? 
Week's been good. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Yeah. What you been up to? Nothing real notable. It snowed here. So there's that. What? Yes. Snow on the ground? It's mostly gone now. I guess it is November. Yes. Yeah. So. I started a new audiobook. Oh, yeah? What? The Hot Hand. The Hot Hand. What's that about? I think you guys would like it. It's it's not necessarily about basketball, though the first chapter does talk about it's by Ben Cohen. The first chapter does kind of go into our Steph Curry and how he is kind of middling on the bench. Not on the bench, but he wasn't the focus of the Golden State offense hmm. until he had that 50-point game at Madison Square Garden. The first chapter kind of talked about Mark Trammell. Brian, do you know who Mark Trammell is? I do not. Will you illuminate me? Jeff, do you know? No. I mean, he, he's the programmer that uh, came up with, with the video game programmer that came up with NBA Jam. Oh, okay. So it talks about. He's on fire. Go- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a sports psychology book or something. Not really sports psychology. It's more of like why humans believe in the hot hand. He's talked about gambling. And we think, you know, like when you're, when you're flipping a coin, you're going you're gonna to assume, uh, not always, but that it's going to land on heads again if it lands on heads. Like you're just, and that if you're watching Steph Curry shoot a basket, you're going to assume that it's going to go in if streaks. he's hit three in a row. Streaks. Yeah, it appears to be a mystery uh, kind of sci-fi book. No, no, I'm sorry. It's called The Hot Hand, The Mystery and Science of Streaks. Okay. Sorry, I was confused. Anyway, so, it's good. I'm doing good. a terrible job explaining it, but I'm enjoying it. Sounds good. Does it talk at all about like gambling on streaks? Yes, and the gambler's tendencies and stuff. Oh, okay. You know, like, like in roulette, that people will... <laughs> order the same drink if they're hot or eat the same food or do the same routine when actually the roulette wheel is just completely random every single time. Yeah. Or somebody will see that it hit red 10 times in a row. And and a lot of times people will say, uh, well, it's got to hit black. Right. When really it doesn't, the roulette wheel doesn't have memory. It's a hundred percent random every time. Mm -hmm. Streaks are weird. sounds like a fun book keep you interested yeah i've been been enjoying it i would recommend it ben cohen yeah plug him into google and a bunch of ben cohen's popped up that are not uh mystery sci-fi author he's a sports reporter for the wall street journal oh it says you follow him house of hoops an ad for the wall street (laughs) an ad for the wall street journal just popped up on my twitter feed How about that? Well, you follow Ben Cohen, and I don't. I guess I'm not the following. What's going on here? We got the Wolves-Suns game on. It's a two-point game. Wolves got the ball. Suns are up. 12 seconds. Cats got the ball. That's Cat's birthday. Oh, rooked it. (laughs) Oh, Oh. that'll do it. D'Angelo went for the game-winning three. He's been doing that. Missed it. Hard off the back iron. Yeah, and then uh, was Edwards 
Edwards got the rebound and turned it over. He bobbled it. Tried to step back for a three yeah. instead of attacking the rim. Yeah, why don't they give the ball to Cat? He's on Jay Crowder there. Oh, he did cough it up. Look at that. He tried to backpedal out to the three point line. Yeah, but the but the ball stayed where it was. <laughs> but he forgot the ball. Yeah. He That's stepped back but didn't bring the ball with him. That's unfortunate. Hey, this is Wolves basketball, Poe. I'm familiar with it. I think uh like Crowder can seal it with this free throw here, but the Wolves don't have any timeouts. They're down three. So it's probably over no matter what. Brian. Hey. How are you? So good. Good? Yeah. Feeling good? Yeah. Nice. Been drinking a little wine, eating a little steak. Whining and dining. Yeah. As Clyde would say. Right. What have you been up to this week? Um, Like I don't already know. No, it's cool. I wasn't going to talk about what we already know about. I feel like every week I open up with like, oh, you know, work. <laughs> I'm working a lot. So I was going to talk about what I did when I was off work this week. I uh, got my COVID booster Tuesday night. Good for you. How'd that treat you? It, I was fine the next day. Uh -oh. I mean, maybe maybe a little tired. I don't know. I didn't feel bad the next day. Okay. I woke up. I was a little groggy when I woke up, but that's not, you know, uncommon. Got a bunch of stuff around the house. I uh, had, a, had a blockage in my kitchen sink. I had to take all the pipes apart underneath the sink, make sure there was no blockage there. Unscheduled work. Uh, home maintenance, yeah. you know. Had to get done, though. Got to maintain the house. Yeah. Got that cleared up. There was a little bit of a blockage kind of in the pipe behind, uh, in the wall behind the sink. Got, got it knocked out. Ew. No problem. Um, somebody probably poured something down the garbage disposal they weren't supposed to. Not pointing any fingers. It's only two people that live in your wasn't house. wasn't me. <laughs> um, got that knocked out and unfortunately nicked my dishwasher drain line. Ooh. I was kind of goofing around under there and I was like, well, the dishwasher drain line should really like be over here instead of over here. And so I started messing that and it was kind of like the, it was like the classic start working on another problem when you're trying to fix one problem mm. and I made it worse. Mm. So a couple days without a dishwasher, bought a new drain line, got it installed last night. Everything's running fine. Good. But yeah, back to the booster. Yeah, man. I mean, got some stuff thrown on the house on Wednesday on my day off. Nice. Felt fine all day. Nice. Um, I would suggest if you've been six months since your uh, COVID vaccination, go get the booster. I just went up to the local Target, the CVS pharmacy in the Target by my house. Uh, scheduled it. Was in and out of there in five minutes. It's very easy. Signed in online when I got there. They were ready to see me immediately. Yeah, I mean, I just feel a little extra protected, you know. Very good. Going to visit family at the beginning of uh, December. Mm -hmm. Got two nieces who are not vaccine eligible. Just wanted to make sure that I had a little extra protection just in case. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, that's about it. Successful week. You yeah. Know, regardless of work, got some stuff done around the house. Yeah. Took care of my health. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Jeff, how was your week? Great, as usual. Uh, went to a Grizzlies game Wednesday night. Charlotte Hornets were in town. 
Grizz didn't look great. They hung in there for most of the game, but oh man, that Charlotte team, they can go big and they can go fast. That was the Kelly Uber game, right? Yeah. Ugh. Their mm-hmm. players are all so long. Like Terry Rozier is like the exception on that team. But I mean, starting with LaMelo ball and going through the roster is long as hell. Yeah, Ubre, he's a nut. Somehow pulled a career game out of his ass Wednesday night. That's not a representation of who he really is. It it happens to every player. Mm-hmm. At least I mean, at least once in a any NBA player's career, they have a career game. Pretty sure he's a knucklehead. <clears throat> he does that. When he hits a three, he like blows kisses to the stands, I that's guess. A, that's adorable. Okay. It's like not funny or anything. It's like really cringy. You like feel bad for him when he's doing it. Like it's like every time. If I'm investing in a team in any way, shape, or form, I'd rather a player on that team be doing so many other things besides slowly kissing my hands and gesturing towards the air around me or him. There's anything else besides that. Like, I don't know, like watching the other offense come up the court, watching the other team bring the ball up. Mm -hmm. It's just anything else Mm -hmm. besides like slowly blowing kisses into the stands. I mean, what is this guy like? A was he a Spanish bullfighter celebrating a win? You made a shot, dude. Calm down. It's just so over the top. <laughs> and what he's not seeing on the floor while he's completing these over the top celebratory antics is—he's not seeing anything. He's missing everything that's going on around him. How his defense is setting up, what the coach is saying, anything. There's, I'd rather him be doing anything but blowing kisses into the stands if he's on my team. I mean, why does he feel it's necessary <laughs> to perform antics like that? Bo, is it the only way he thinks people will notice him? I don't know. I think we have to go back and look at his early development as a player. Where did he play in high school? What AAU team was he on? I'd like to know some more about him. Mm-hmm. Where did Kelly Oubre Jr. go to college? Because he didn't play for Calipari. Or he definitely didn't play for uh, that chair thrown man in Indiana. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, he's from New Orleans. Okay. Mm-hmm. One season. What? Or the University or to Kansas. of Kansas. That's interesting. <laughs> Chris Wallace he's guy. He's, he's lefty. Those guys are a little weird. Since 2015 and joining the NBA, he's on his fourth team. What, six years, four teams? I mean, is he uh, overcompensating for something? Like the fact that he's been repeatedly written about as having a particularly low basketball IQ. Is that what it is? No, Dylan I mean, Brooks went to the same high school as he did. 
Dylan, he has some college bona fides as a freshman at Kansas in 2014-15. Ubre was twice named Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. Oh. <laughs> That's like seven days. What an honor. Of being um, an outstanding newcomer. He also won all Big 12 honorable mention honors. That's honorable. Traded, traded, traded. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, in on December 17, 2018. Ubre was traded with Austin Rivers to the Phoenix Suns for Trevor Ariza. So that puts him in a very select group of NBA players that have been traded for Trevor Ariza. <laughs> yeah. It's not a lot of guys in that group. He should have. Ben Trevor Ariza, <laughs> three and D. He was supposed to be that guy. I mean, how many times in Trevor Ariza's career has he been traded? Like several, a lot. <laughs> he signed with the Hornets. He's one a, of those guys. It's a free agent because nobody else wanted him. Uh, he's been traded a couple times. Probably not the last time he gets traded. I don't think uh, the Hornets are super stoked on him. And maybe that's part of the antics is that uh, every year he's on a new team and uh, he has to find a way to be seen or noticed. Like, hey, uh, don't forget about me. The dude's like bleaching his hair. Hmm. Is this this how you uh, intend to stay in the league? Not the biggest Ubre fan after... Seeing how he acts on the court when everybody else is like buckling down for defense, he's uh, playing. He's playing with uh, gestures. A lot of shit talking in this game. Yeah, yeah. I sat down there with uh, Mike down. Nice seats, very nice seats. Shout out, Mike. Mike Z. Yeah, with your bad breath, onion rings. <laughs> Gordon Hayward. Man, he was talking a lot of shit in this game, too. At one point, he looked at the guy sitting next to me in the stands. Mm -hmm. Told him to shut the fuck up. Yes. Hayward did. I said, oh. Hey. The guy sitting next to me was not happy. No. Well, was he talking shit? Yeah, he was just saying dumb shit. Sure. Okay, yeah. Were you, so you were, you were in that second row of seats. Yeah. Courtside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Were you, how many times? You fucking hear everything. Were you asked to put your mask back on? Oh, okay. I wasn't going to. Just to go back on what we touched on last week. So I'm you, curious. You had some trouble with the security and masking. Yeah, we, we talked about this. Everybody in the very front row, uh-huh. like, never put their fucking mask on. Yeah. I didn't nobody wear Nobody said anything to them. I didn't wear a mask the whole time. Nice. So the trick is. Never make eye contact with a security. Okay. All right. <laughs> I sat there the whole time, didn't make eye contact with a security guard yeah. once. He stood there. Yeah. I didn't uh, acknowledge him gotcha. as a human being. <laughs> and he didn't tell me to put my mask yeah. on. He never had my attention. Never had that right. eye-to-eye moment where right. you can say, hey, you. Yeah. Do the mask gesture. I did see you sent me a picture of the big bowl of suckers. Yeah, that was another good uh, 
little trick is if they had a bowl of suckers in, in the back just for whoever yeah yeah put a sucker in your mouth you got can't have a sucker in your mouth and have a mask yeah, on. yeah. You're, so you're i mean you're, you're eating you're done yeah you're, it's got like you're <clears throat> dining in you got five or six of those things in your pocket yeah. you're good for a little while they uh the game i went to with mike uh he made a point he was like dude the bowl of suckers is gone <laughs> i think they're on to me <laughs> <laughs> He's like, because I just had a sucker in my mouth the entire game. <laughs> yeah, so there's I a never, couple ways to get around a mask it. On. <laughs> I mean, everybody there has been tested. Everybody there is either tested, negative, or vaccinated. I mean, what do we really risk? Yeah. yeah. By not wearing a mask with... It's two, very low risk. 15,000 other people. Yeah. Yeah, had fun at the game. A lot of fun. Hayward, though, man, he would get so upset with the refs. He was, like, controlling the refs and with his actions. The way he would just kind of, if uh, he felt the referees missed a call or something, he would just look at them with this look of disappointment, like straight in the referee's eyes when they miss a call and just kind of, like, just tighten his lips sigh and just stare straight in the referee's eyes like how are you not seeing this and, and Hayward's a veteran guy that eventually after enough of that you're going to start paying attention to what's going on around Gordon Hayward start making calls I guess he had him in his pocket he was so upset so was the Charlotte head coach James Borrego who I cannot stop imagining as like I, I saw it right away. I was like, it's like he, he reminds me of Kendall Roy <laughs> from Succession. <laughs> he looks just like him, and he gets so upset with the referees, <laughs> and he like can't handle the explanations that they're giving him for whatever he's complaining about. Mm -hmm. And he's like turning his head away from the ref, and like you can see he's like balling up his fist <laughs> and like straightening his hand back out. He's just going back and forth with that it's move. Like, why is this happening to me? I'm a good person. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that would make his dad Logan Roy uh Greg Popovich. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's part of that Spurs tree. <laughs> that was amusing for a while was picturing him as Kendall Roy. That was fucking half the game. I was just watching <laughs> <laughs> yeah other takeaways from the game uh miles bridges beast fucking beast he was guarding jaron and jaron's probably got like five inches on him and uh he's just manhandling jaron he's just a stronger player he caught jaron going soft to the rim couple times shut him down bridges reminds me of like lebron james physically like he's huge yeah he's a brick he's a fucking brick probably more like Kawhi if i'm being real mm -hmm. like nobody's lebron yeah <laughs> nobody's lebron size but probably like Kawhi leonard yeah it's when, when you're size. when you're that close you see like the difference yeah. in in like physical aspects of players. Yeah, it's insane. And when players are built like that, you can tell when you're right there. Yeah, and Bridges has probably been the best Hornet this season. He's having a breakout season. 
Is he on? He's on. Everybody saw that coming, except your dad, Jeff. (laughs) He's arguably the Hornets' most versatile defender. The way he can switch to anybody. He's fast and he's long and he's fucking ripped. This guy's uh, he's nice, man. See what they? Do you think he's what the Hornets wanted when they drafted Michael Kidd Gilchrist? Yeah, I could see that. It's, he probably has more upside in his uh, capability to improve offensively. Bridges. Yeah, sitting sitting to, at NBA games that close are just totally insane when you're right there on the court. It's uh, You're 100% part of the game. Mm-hmm. You're completely involved. It's, it's really fucking bizarre. Grizzlies just came up short in that one. John Morant kept trying to enforce his will on the game, getting to the hole. He's just getting fucking hammered at the rim. The refs weren't giving him calls. Tony Brothers was there. <laughs> One of our favorites. We're not big fans of his refereeing style. Yeah, it was a good time, though, man. I enjoyed the game. I was just a little disappointed with the outcome. You want to see the team win. I thought they had a chance. When you look at the rosters on paper, you say, well, how do we match up? Well, it looked like pregame. We were feeling pretty good about it. And we got a chance here. Like if, if our big guys can step up, like who? Like Plumley for Charlotte? Is that going to be the guy that stops it? Jaron or Steven Adams? No. Well, they shut Bane down. Bane looked like a six-footer flat out there. He didn't have a good game, and DeAnthony Melton was almost unplayable. He's too small. I mean, Terry Rozier is the exception on that Hornets team as, like, the small guy. Yeah, they have – I mean, everybody's rangy on that team. The whole team is long and fast. But, yeah, we had a good time anyway. That's pretty much the highlight of my week was getting to go down to a Grizzlies game. A lot of fun. Everything else – yeah. Nothing else stands out to me, really. That PS5 came in, finally. Oh, yeah. Like a week late. But uh, I haven't really had time to mess with it. (laughs) Been too busy. Enough about me. Let's get into some NBA shit. Bo. What's up? You're always really good with the news. What did you see this week that was interesting to you? Did you guys see that tweet from Shams? 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 About... Luke Walton being in hot water? No. What happened? Is that all it says? Basically, let's see. Let me pull that up here. I got it right here. I didn't see it anywhere else, which I thought was kind of weird. The headline was, Kings coach Luke Walton is likely to be in peril if Sacramento's slide continues. Sources tell Sam Amick and Sham Sharania. They've lost four games heading into tonight's game at Detroit. How did that game go for the Kings? That's weird. When was this tweet made? This tweet, let's see, hold on. Let's When was it tweeted? It was tweeted 11 hours ago. Well, 11 hours ago, yeah. It's very strange. I mean, who do they think they're better than? Uh, obviously the Pistons, they beat them by 22 points. Well, looking in the standings, the Kings are in ninth place above the Blazers, Thunder, Wolves, Spurs. Do you think the source was the general manager of the Sacramento Kings? 
I would think so. Or a player or an agent. Somebody that wants him out of there. Hmm. Four-game losing streak this early in the season. Really? I mean, who they, who's going to replace him? They should bring Phil Jackson in. <laughs> I mean, he gets a lot of shit, Luke does, uh, on the internet. I mean, mate, I guess. I don't really pay attention to it because he's the head coach of the Sacramento Kings, and who cares? Right. Um. Bo, correct me if I'm wrong. Have the the Kings have gotten a new GM since Luke Walton has been the coach? You know, I, I can't remember, but it wouldn't surprise me if yes, that's the case. Yeah, Definitely. so it seems like this seems like a situation where the GM's like, Looking well, it's not my it. fault until you know, it's not my fault. Fire the coach, mm-hmm. and then you okay. hire a new coach, and then it's the GM's fault. So, so I mean, that seems an absolute train wreck it's monte mcnair who was the gm last year luke walton's been there for what three or four years easily did he did he leave the lakers and go straight to sacramento i think he did yeah my question would be if luke walton was is so bad like why didn't they can him last year when they were really bad mcnair backed him last season and now you have a problem with him yeah they had Nine multiple nine game losing streaks last season, the Kings, and now you're going to get rid of them after 13 games in the season or whatever it is now, 14. Maybe somebody's trying to use Luke as a scapegoat. Maybe somebody wants him out and is leaking some inside bullshit. I don't know. Yeah, this is his third year. Hot seat again. I don't like the term hot seat for the coach of the Sacramento Kings because I feel like it should be a team that anybody cares about. I mean, if you're if for a coach to be on the hot seat. That's been my defense of Luke Walton the whole time is, well, what fucking team did you give him? Yeah. <laughs> Look around. Is it the coaching right. or is it the players? Mm-hmm. Is it the last executive regime that set this yeah. up? I don't know if it's uh, whatever. If it if they want to get rid of Luke Walton, he'll land on his feet somewhere else because people that know that he's actually a coach will hire him. Now, if Luke well, Walton definitely, gets, he'll definitely get an assistant job. Yeah, if he gets fired and nobody wants him near their team, then okay, then we know. But yeah, like kind of like Jason Kidd. Right. <laughs> Doesn't always work out that way, huh? Hey Jeff, will you um? Yeah, bear. I have a two-pronged request here. One, will you bear me? And two, will you put the Bulls-Lakers game on? Yeah, Bulls-Lakers. I'm watching it. That's where we're going. But beer first. Mm. (laughs) Bulls-Lakers. I'll try to put it on. It's an NBA TV game. Come on, man. If you got old styles in that thing, I want an old style. Uh, yeah, Luke Walton. Yeah. So that's just kind of news. Uh, yeah. If Shams is tweeting it out, there's probably some... He's not just going to do that to do that. There's some truth to it. Right. Let's see. Hawks' DeAndre Hunter. He's going to be out for at least two months with a tendon injury on his right wrist. That's a bummer. 
This guy keeps getting hurt over and over and over. Yeah, 23-year-old keeps getting hurt over and over and over. Fourth overall draft pick. Are we ever going to see what he is? How long is he out? Two months. Oh, okay. Yikes. And then there's there's a few players that are out with health and safety stuff. Like Vooch is out. Some of the, the 76ers have been decimated. Embiid's been out. Has Ben Simmons even played a game? No. And they're um, on a no. the Sixers are on like a four game losing streak too. With the injuries. We don't need to talk about Ben Simmons. I'm so sorry. What are we gonna do? Wait, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna fire Doc Rivers now? I would say not. I don't know. I'd fire Doc Rivers before I fired Luke Walton. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna guess what the number one team in the East is right now? On a five game winning streak? Holy shit. Wanna guess? The wizard the wizards. Did you look it up? No, I was <laughs> I've been paying attention to the lizards and they've been killing fools. The lizards. The lizards. I did want to watch a lizards pit game this week and you guys laughed at me. Yeah. Who were they, who was it against? It was that Wednesday night game. Um, let's see. That'd be a good question, Jeff. Is it the Cavs? You wanted to watch the Cavs. I think it was the Cavs. Evan it was. Going. <laughs> it was. I've been you, like, let's watch Evan Mobley. You love let's watch Evan Wizards. Mobley. Let me tell you something. I I, I want to uh, watch. I want to watch Mobley. I went to that opening game, uh, Grizzlies versus Cavs, and Evan Mobley is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is going to be so awesome. <laughs> I want to watch. Yeah, how did that game? That game was awesome too. It yeah. was 90, 94, 97, 94 Wizards. He has like, Evan Mobley has like every tool you want in a rookie big man. Mm-hmm. That was the game I wanted, y'all. He's like the, he's a full package, dude. He's tall. He can run. So would you rather have Evan score. Mobley or Jaron Jackson Jr., Jeff? I don't know enough about Mobley. But what uh, but I do know Jaren. is I'd rather have. <laughs> but Jaron wasn't a. <clears throat> what what number pick was he one? What I, what I do know four. is that four Mobley's three. I don't I don't have the stats in front of me, but Evan Mobley was eating Jaron's lunch in that game. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, dude, he puts up he puts up huge stat lines, man. Looks like that as a rookie, and I know it's Cleveland, and like somebody has to somebody's got to put the stats up. Stats are good numbers. I think Cleveland's good. <laughs> They've set themselves up very well. Evan Mobley gets he gets points, he gets boards, gets some dimes, blocks. He can defend a lot of positions. He was all over the place in that game. He was everywhere. He was defending the three point line, playing post defense. I mean, he's a child, so he has all the all the energy in the world. Mobley or Jaron? Well, if Mobley's gonna be twenty and ten, then I want Mobley. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of this question mark every night, what you're getting from Jaron. Who knows? <laughs> player comparison. NBA player. Yeah, plug him, plug him into Basketball Monster and see what pops up. Compare. Oh, you're still paying for that, right? Tool. Oh, plug him into Basketball Monster. What his projections for the year? I should not be paying for this. They have him as the... 52nd ranked player, 
for the rest of the year and averaging 16 points, eight rebounds, stealing a block on 52% shooting and 78% from the line. Yeah, geez, look at this. Uh, field goal stealing percentages. Block and a half. Yeah. Jaron, 37%. Mobile, you just said at 52, almost 53. Well, Jaron should, he should come back around. Mobley's not trying to drain a bunch of threes. Jaron is. Uh, Mobley's crushing on rebounds. Crushing on assists numbers. And the blocks are pretty similar. Uh, it appears Mobley's already a better player. It's getting more minutes. Well, it's it's a little early to say, but yes, it would. You'd probably rather have Mobley. He's more of a traditional big man, for sure. Jaron's, uh, he's not that guy. He's not a traditional... Big man, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. He's still really young. It's never too late to change your game a little bit, tweak things, things that aren't working. Uh, what else is in the news? You got any more sad-ass injury news? No, no more injury news. I do have some fun news. Yes. In 538 fewer games, Steph Curry has passed Ray Allen for first all-time in three-pointers made in the NBA. Oh, wow. Six years less? Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know if that, I guess they include playoff games and all that. Yeah, when it comes to season, or when it comes to player totals, sure. Well, yeah, the rate of threes, it's a lot higher now. Yeah. And Ray could have Ray if Ray was playing in this era, he would have. Yeah, he would have yeah, been taking I mean, t- ten to fifteen threes a game. Also, if he'd ever made the playoffs with the Bucks, <laughs> that's true. Or the Sonics, they were okay. There was some kind of uh, bummer NBA news. Yeah, uh, Dave Yeager mm-hmm. uh, apparently has. I I don't know it. It just said the the thing I saw said cancer of the head and neck. Right. It didn't say what specific form of mm-hmm. cancer it was. That sounds pretty bad. Like cancer of the head and neck sounds. Yeah, he's leaving bad. to. He's going to get some chemo and radiation treatments. He told ESPN, so he another loss for Philly. This is nuts, though. This is sad. I hope somehow he makes it out of this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the guy. He says it, it's called early and that when he's got, it's like a 90% survival. Good. Rate, so he should be good. Right, we, we don't know the guy. It's perfect. But we watched him coach for our team for the Grizzlies for years and as fans of the team and organization. So there's a connection, but we don't know the guy, but I hope the best for him. Cancer is the worst. It's the worst, dude. Apparently, he had been undergoing treatments while coaching, like two weeks previous, and he only missed one road game. That's how uh, that's how hard of a worker this guy is. I guess the Sixers went on like a long road trip, and uh, he had to kind of step away for his treatments. Those are the facts. I mean, first Tony Allen and now Jaeger. These uh, old school Grizzlies players and coaches. When does it end? 
I mean, life's a never-ending cycle of shit, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. What do we look up? Uh, 130,000 people die every day on this planet? Well, how many people are born? You know, you can twist it in any direction you want to twist it. Death to born world rate. <laughs> 2.5 births for every death. Hey. All right. We're going to win this thing. <laughs> it's actually probably not a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's great for, you know, if your concern is just multiplying humankind and not, you know, the carbon footprint. Yeah, it's great. We're almost at 150,000 deaths today. We're at almost a billion tweets sent today. Oh, <laughs> those are the numbers I'm looking for. <laughs> I'll let you know when we pass 150,000 deaths today. It's coming up. So uh, it's, it's inevitable. It's coming up in our next segment. <laughs> but what else is in the news? You got anything else? Uh, all, I, all I cared about in the news this week was the Jaeger thing. That's okay. The only thing that that's pro- about it. The wolves got fined for some stupid ass shit, but oh yeah, what was are- that? <laughs> Don't um, dismiss they that. had. Should, there's should we save that for lowers ex- lowered expectations or? <laughs> yeah, we can get into that later. Yeah, just don't forget. I'll make a note. I've already forgot. <laughs> Let's move on from the news, Bo. Okay. Do you have anything specially prepared this week? I know Brian doesn't. I don't. No, nothing. No. I mean, we could talk about anus cancer, but I don't think that's going to do anybody any good. Just get us censored in China. <laughs> like the Philadelphia 76ers? Yeah, and Daryl Morey. They switched over from Houston to the 76ers, China. They're, did they really? They're they follow, they followed yeah. him over there? Yeah, they followed him. <laughs> so you can't watch Sixers games in China now. Ain't that something? Oh, man. It's all those Houston fans. They're probably happy. Yeah. For Ted, no, it's more like Fertitta's happy. He's like, fuck, oh, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Thought I was going to have to draft another Yao Ming, and now I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, Yao Ming's like put his, his Rockets hat back on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, DeRozan. Man, it's definitely an issue, but I think, like, how much... Bulls are up 10 points on the Lakers with five left in the second quarter. We passed 150,000 deaths today. Oh, there we go. Uh, There's something I wanted to talk about. Bulls are rolling. Look at this. I didn't really prepare for it. Bulls are good. Yeah. What? Um, I've really been enjoying. You see it a lot. It's Twitter and Reddit. You see all these clips, these video clips of James Harden failed foul hunting (laughs) i watch these like when i see a new one i watch it over and over and over again (laughs) it brings me so much joy i don't hate james harden Mm. he could just play basketball like a like a he could be one of the greatest he is one of the greatest basketball players in the nba right now he doesn't need the foul hunting he doesn't have to do that but I've really been enjoying, I've noticed it the past like week, week and a half. Mm-hmm. These clips pop up on Twitter and Reddit <laughs> all the time. 
Yeah, because he got away with it for so yeah. fucking long. And he can't this season. No. It changed the rules. I've really been enjoying seeing all these clips getting posted. Oh, Calipari. What the fuck is Cal doing Calipari's at the Lakers at the game? game? Is he there to watch AD? He's scouting. He's, he's, he just heard that they they can get paid now, so he's, <laughs> he's going to see if he can get AD to come back. <laughs> come back. AD, we still got three years of eligibility. I kind of wish we had. I kind of wish we had the audio on. Nah, never mind. Don't turn it up. You think it was his idea to go on TV or the producer's idea? No, it was either his idea or his agent's idea to go on TV. It's hundred percent his idea. He's he losing, showed up. He's losing out in recruiting right yeah. now. This is a total PR move. Yeah, he's probably. Just talking about all the guys he sent to the pros right now. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some Penny Hardaway shoes on too. <laughs> some foam posits. <laughs> he's got a little penny in his pocket. Where is he at Madison Square Garden? They cut in to this oh, game. Yeah, yeah to do his interview. Yeah, we're at the Knicks game. Wow! Like they cut in from the Bulls Lakers game to do his interview. At the Knicks game. <laughs> what a crock of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's losing out in recruiting like a motherfucker, and he's got to go on television to try to get. I guess Derrick Rose is in this game. <laughs> what? It's over. Anyway, I can only speculate on what that interview was all about. What's Twitter saying? Everybody's listening to the live stream. I don't know what you're talking about. Bo. Do you still we think, don't live stream? Do you think this is live? Huh. Nobody's watching the Knicks game. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's talking about him on Twitter at all. Good. Nothing about what he said. Not a not a thing. Dude, DeRozan is owning the Lakers right now. Like why wouldn't why he wouldn't twenty points and he's seven eleven from the field? There are three and a half minutes left in the second quarter. Performance enhancers. <laughs> <laughs> why why wouldn't uh, Calipari be at in uh, Minnesota watching Carl Anthony Towns on his birthday? That's a good point. Today, you know, big blue nation. We're just we're just, we're a big family. Uh, sorry, cat. When it when it's you're not his, playing at the garden tonight. Yeah, when it's in his benefit. Well, there is a Kentucky game in Kentucky tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh well, then he should be in New York right now. Unless that's the women's. Hold on. No, it says men's. They're playing tomorrow at Kentucky against Mount St. Mary's. This guy fucking gets around, doesn't he? Yeah, he'll just. I mean, he's got PJs. He'll just take a PJ back to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Get on the PJ. It's a private jet. A PJ? PJ. No shit. Jeff, I'm assuming you have not watched the latest episode of Succession. No, I, uh, you know, TV shows like Succession and stuff. When I'm working a lot, I got to focus my energy on like hoop stuff for the Mm -hmm. podcast. I hear you. Well, watch it tomorrow. Yeah. I'll try to watch it this week sometime. I'm not in a big rush to watch them typically, as you know, because... When I really want to, when I really have time to sit down and enjoy it, I want it to be there. Mm-hmm. 
It's nice. There's no benefit to me watching, rushing to watch it. Yeah, I got to prioritize my shit. Still nothing on Cal here. Twitter. We're still looking for Cal. <laughs> yeah, we can move on. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just fine. Dude, Zach Levine is so awesome. Hey, <clears throat> speaking of Zach Levine, let's move on to our pit game of the week. Hey. <laughs> pit game? Yeah. Wednesday night, Bo. Where were you? Wednesday night. Was there another game that we were paying attention to? Grizzlies game. That's right. I was, I was watching that for a little while. I was at the Grizzlies game, so obviously I didn't watch the pit game as it was happening, but I did find time over the week to watch it. I was watching the Grizzlies game, trying to find you on the TV the whole time. Huh. <laughs> there he is. No, that's not him. That's some rapper from Charlotte. Is that the United Center, man? The game, remember? Mm-hmm. Dallas Mavs at Chicago Bulls. The house that Jordan built. Both teams were 7-3. and three. We thought it would be a fun, competitive game. It's always fun to go to Chicago. Chicago is, as Bo would like to put it, business and buckets right now. That's how I look at them. Third place in the East. Just a half a game out of second, a full game out of first. Just the way the Chicago players come out during the player introductions, it looks like a fucking business deal when they come out. They just like come out and they like shake hands. (laughs) (laughs) They greet each other. They stand in line, wait for the next guy, shake hands. Line up. It's like the most professional fucking player introduction I've ever seen in my life. There's no horsing around, acting like a dipshit, laying on the ground, jumping up in the air, none of that shit. Seriously, it's like handshakes. (laughs) These guys are here for business, all of them. And they're all on the same fucking page. And it's working. I think it's great. Chicago's team, it's all, they're, Chicago's just sending out all Jordans out onto that floor. You know what I mean by that? Lonzo Ball? Jordan. Caruso. <laughs> Alex Caruso? Jordan. DeMar DeRozan? DeMar DeRozan? Jordan. Yeah. Zach Levine? Jordan. Uh-huh. And who's Bill Cartwright for that team? Tony Bradley? Jordan. Vucevic. It's the only health and safety protocols. Look at this. Lonzo Ball, 6'6". Six, six. Tony Brown Jr., not 100% sure who that guy is, but he's 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> Alice Crusoe, 6'5". Six, Tyler Cook, 6'8". Six, DeRozan, 6'6". Six, six. Io DeSumo. Mm-hmm. DeSumo? Sure. Yeah. Io DeSumo. Nope, just move on. That's his name, Io <laughs> DeSumo. 6'4", close to Jordan. Javante Green, 6'5". The whole roster, Derek Jones Jr., 6'6", Zach Levine, 6'5", Kobe White, 6'4", like he's a little guy, Patrick Williams, 6'7". The whole team is like 6'6", guys, like Jordans and Pippins. The whole roster. And then they have their bigs, which are all, you know, 6'10", whatever. It's just all Jordans. DeRozan, Levine, Ball. You got three Jordans out there. 
Caruso. Yeah, Caruso. They're all 6'6 six, six guards. Poe, what did you think about this game initially? Let's see. What do my notes say initially? Yeah, let's kind of go through it, you know? Let's pick game. Let's pick this game apart. I thought it was the first quarter. Both teams were ready to play. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm fucking punch you. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> you said, let's pick it apart. I was getting there. Mm-hmm. I just felt like the Mavericks, they need to be very good to beat the Chicago team. Mm-hmm. And they were decent in the first quarter, but Chicago is just way better. Yeah, I, I know what you mean by that. When I look at the box score, nothing really stands out to me. You know, The first quarter was obviously close. Mm-hmm. It seems like both teams just kind of did their thing, did what they do. Mm-hmm. Both went through their game plan. And, uh, I mean, if you look at the box score, nothing stands out. There's, like, no crazy games. Everybody just kind of did what they do. And one team was better than the other one. That Chicago is just the better team. Nothing stands out in the box scores at all. Well, the thing that stands out to me the really for the Bulls, I mean, excuse me, the, from the Mavericks perspective, and they're playing Dwight Powell at center. Like, he started the game at center. Mm. But Maxi Kleba's out, and that's supposed to be their center. Mm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Boban is not, he can't be relied upon. I guess. I guess he can't. And then Porzingis, they just don't want to they don't want to play him at center, I guess. Which is crazy. What if I asked you guys what are your top five favorite players in this whole game? I think I'd say Luca number one. Yeah. And then Levine had that pretty 360 dunk. He was fun. Yeah, he did. Luca, Levine. Lonzo. Really? Well, just from the perspective that the Pelicans, what did the Pelicans get for him? They got nothing. And he played the most minutes on the Bulls team, too. The whole Lonzo thing fascinates me. Yeah, they were so quick to get rid of him. Yeah, so I want to see how he. I always thought he was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it would be Luca and then Levine, Ball, DeRozan, and then I suppose Porzingis. Just because, what is Porzingis for this math team when he's out there? Yeah, Porzingis is fun. You know, big seven footer that hits threes. She has a good stroke. He got a, what twenty two and twelve rebounds. Yeah, he's getting it done. 20 and 10. What else do you need? You know who had a sneaky game, good game off the bench for Dallas, was uh, our guy Jalen Brunson, who we talked about last season. Hell yeah. They love him in Dallas. They love him. I mean, 12 points, 7 assists off the bench. I mean, if you get that from your your backup point guard on any team, you take it. It's good. It's uh, Brunson versus Caruso. (laughs) (laughs) Caruso had six steals in the game. Brian, who are your five favorite players in this in this game? 
Well, I'm going to pick Alex Caruso, not necessarily number one, but uh, I respect. He looks like he's been hitting the tanning bed. <laughs> what? He, he, like, has some color to him. He's worried about uh, seasonal depression and being in Chicago. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's maybe he's trying to get a little extra vitamin D to, to help battle COVID. I've got a tanning bed in my apartment. He's, I mean, he's, really always, he's always it. been pretty pale. And uh, he's been the past couple of games. He's been looking a little tan, and like not like you know spray on tan. He looks like he's got he's got a base. He's at least got a base. Uh huh. <laughs> well, now I got to pick four more players after Alex Caruso. <laughs> after Alex Caruso, yeah. Brian Brian's been having a little too much fucking fun tonight. No, no. Before we came on the podcast, no, not at I all. think I'm so locked in. <laughs> Taking Luca. All right, that's two. Levine. I'll go Lonzo, and uh, I'm not going to say Porzingis. I'm going to say Tim Hardaway Jr. with 21 points. I like that pick. You got one more for me? What is that? That's Was that not five? I think it's four. You got Levine, Luca, Caruso, and Hardaway. And and <laughs> Willie Collie Stein. I'll go Vooch. You know he's he's out in health and safety right now, but he had eighteen yeah. and ten in this game. All right, cool. Right he had on. A plus minus of eighteen. Yeah. And then he and then he uh got COVID, I guess. I don't know. I love Vucevic. He got shit on for so long in Orlando because he would get his numbers. But they would lose games. He's all a trash team. Yeah. Fucking trash team. It's not a representation. His team was not a representation of him. Yeah. That's that's the entirety of the Chicago Bulls, though. Right. Like he put it's, he Fooch, pulls it's Levine. It's I mean he, DeRozan. DeRozan. He was on a not good Spurs team. Right. They're just a bunch of castaways. Lonzo. Thrown onto a team together, like it even is. Levine's a castaway, really. It's like I mean, I think about it. I like well, I, I said the on Jimmy, the last podcast, Jimmy Butler it's piece, the but. island of misfit toys. Yeah, it's a, it's a Chicago castaways. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Hit the button. The <laughs> Roseanne button. It's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, Luca's so much fun. How do you not have Luca in your top five? I'll go Dallas first. I like Luca and Tim Hardaway. I could take a leave, Porzingis. I was in on the hype early in his career, but now, like, I don't know. He's fun to, for me to watch, though I don't think he's as good as he could have been. Yeah. That's kind of why he falls out of my five in this game. But the other three are definitely Bulls players, and it's Vucevic. Levine, and I'm just loving this resurgence of DeMar DeRozan. Even though I think he's probably going to get popped with a PD. <laughs> but the Bulls got a lot of upside, man. I, I even like uh, Derek Jones Jr. for them. I really do. Like he's kind of like an energy guy off the bench. 20, 20 minutes, and just run all over the fucking place, grab rebounds and shit. But yeah. No big surprises there. I just thought it would be fun to do it. I mean, right away, 
in this game, I can feel myself pulling for the Bulls for some reason. I'm watching the Bulls and I'm not watching Dallas like mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. Right away in the game. It's just I we had I had two players that I liked on Dallas. And Brunson's a great kid. I don't know anything about him really. He seems like he's really good. We watched as a bench player. We watched him a little bit last year and we talked about how him and Hardaway were like the perfect backup point guard situation for Luca. Oh, right. I can only find two players on Dallas if I'm picking five. I got three easy ones on Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like right away, I'm pulling for the Bulls. Just more likable players on the Bulls, I think. It's all Jordans. And then it's like the whole history of the Bulls being great throughout the 90s. But I do like their team. And uh, even since... The Minnesota days when Zach Levine was just winning slam dunk contests. I was a fan. So I, I, I watched him win those slam dunk contests, and I watched the athleticism, and I watched the hustle and the effort. And I said, that's a guy that I would build a team around. I love him. It's like a Westbrook to me. Whether or not Westbrook can win games and playoff series, that's still in the air, but big Zach Levine fan. And then it's like Luca and Tim Hardaway Jr. on Dallas only. I just can't stand Dallas. Probably has something to do with the Grizzlies being the same division as Dallas. And that Dallas has always been better than the Grizzlies, like forever and ever. Always had our number. So I think that Dallas, I'm not a big fan of that organization. And then they fucking hire Jason Kidd. And I'm like, could this get more disgusting? In Dallas, as a Grizz fan. So, yeah, just kind of gravitating towards the Bulls. Just was watching a, a, a lot of uh, Bulls plays, not really paying enough attention to Dallas, probably. Just try to watch the game neutrally, but I was fucking all over watching the Bulls on this one. The Mavs had the lead, though, halfway through the second quarter, but the Bulls caught right up. It seemed like it takes a long time for... Dallas players to get points, but Chicago can put up points in a hurry. Like they can score fast and a lot. Did you get that feeling watching the game, Bo? Yeah, they can put them up in bunches. Yeah, they can score at will. Uh, Alonzo Ball shot 7 of 10 from 3. He was 7 of 14 from the field. means he took 4 shots that weren't 3s. He had 21 points. All his points came from 3. Chicago's a much better team and Dallas is are they though Luca's only was third year of Luca? I don't like where they're going. I think uh Cuban really thought that Porzingis would be a good grab. You know, they, he, I think he, he likes him. those white Euros, obviously. He got him he well, yeah, he likes he likes the upside, you know, like oh like what could this guy be? It was probably a Cuban decision. Yeah, Cuban seems Seems to run the show there for. Yeah, when it comes to big decisions, I think he he runs his shit. He lets guys know how he feels about players, what he sure what he Car- wants his team to look like. Yeah, and Carlisle and him probably are rubbing each other the wrong way, which is why we got Jason Kidd in the league again. The Bulls put on the pressure in this one. They got. 48% from three in this game, 15 to 31. And you look at the Dallas, 12, 33, 36% from three. 
anytime a team gets over 40% from a three, it's hard to keep up. Dallas came up a little short. The Bulls had that big third quarter. It's just too much. I mean, it was like a 20-point swing in that second quarter that I think really kind of set the tone of the game. And then Dallas, or, and then, and then Chicago came out in the third quarter and just kind of buried it. It's really the end of it. You know, we're yeah. watching this. We're watching this Lakers Bulls game. One thing that's interesting to me is uh, Taylor Horton Tucker came back. Oh this yeah, week. right. He's tough. Mm-hmm. They fucking threw him in a starting lineup. Yeah. Talking about six six guys. Well, we're talking about Jordans. Well, they got no LeBron. Well, Anthony's starting too. Yeah. Carmelo. You think Carmelo probably goes back to the bench? Not Horton Tucker. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think the Lakers really like THT. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he was. Dude, he's 20, and he's getting you 20 points a game. Well, I mean, they wanted it. That was a, wasn't that reported that um, Toronto wanted THT in a trade for Kyle Lowry? I don't doubt it. I hear Horton Tucker's name in a lot of trade rumors. I've heard them in Memphis trade rumors. Nothing I really want to elaborate on because I don't really know how I feel about it. THT right now, first half stats, 10 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 57% shooting. He's getting it done. Dude, DeRozan cannot miss. (laughs) Well... Like I feel like every time I look up, DeRozan's draining a like a mid range jumper. <laughs> God, those Laker fans want those Carmelo threes. Oh to go God, oh more God. DeRozan, DeRozan <laughs> attacking the lane and dunking. Like what the fuck is this guy? Lonzo three. The Bulls are about to run away. It's sixty six fifty three. Good lord, they're so good. This is like a fun team to like to like rally around too. DeRozan's 32. He was drafted in 2009, dude. Do you remember 2009? I wasn't married. I remember that. Holy shit. It's a whole marriage ago. I mean, what's the difference between this season and last season? Why is he so much better? I was living in Memphis in 2009. Dang. I mean, it's probably, I mean, who he's playing around. It's a system. You know, yeah. Donovan unleashing him. Maybe Popovich is pulling the reins a little too tight. Look, that's about all there was in the pick game, really. I mean, Chicago is really fun to watch. If you can watch a game, watch a game. Like it's it's been fun. They they play loose. They play fast. They score a lot. They score in big big bunches. Yes, they do. And for me, of, that game was more about Chicago. A lot of a lot yeah. of transition points. They're fun to watch. Transition basketball is fun. Is what I'm gathering. Yeah, it's definitely it's way more fun when a team when they're in transition, if they score, that's way more fun than if they don't score. <laughs> I'm about to quit right now and walk out that door and never come back. You keep saying shit like that, and I'm out of here. 
This is what happens when you pregame. Yeah, we pregamed. Uh, we went out to dinner. <sighs> Jeff ordered two milkshakes with booze in them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a blackberry, blueberry smash. Yeah. I don't know. That shit was insane. I think it had gin in it. I'm not sure. Jeff ordered uh he ordered Wagyu steak tonight. <laughs> yeah, it did. We did it up big, Bo. Where'd y'all go eat? Not gonna say. No. Just know that Jeff's tab was the highest. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> the he's highest. like he's like, what? The waiter sold me on the Wagyu, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I drank up I drank up basically a whole bottle of wine that cost a hundred dollars <laughs> they just kept bringing the refills you know you've got the, they, they, they you know you go into a nice steakhouse and they've got the they just you sit at the table and there's a wine glass in front of you and you think, yeah i'll take a glass of wine and, and then you knock right. it over and they bring the like the little uh carafe. bring me another one they bring the carafe of wine and just pour it into your glass listen i think it's time to move on Two. <laughs> Keep going. Lowered expectations. Lowered expectations, a segment where we, at the beginning of the season, each pick a team that we don't have high expectations for. But they're not bottom dwellers. They're just teams with lowered expectations. Bo picked the Wolves. Bo, do you have anything on the Wolves this week? Oh, my God. God, the Wolves. We're so going to follow beat, these teams. What's up? They beat the Lakers one night, and then the next night they played the Clippers and lost by like a thousand. And John Krasinski basically ripped Cat in half on the on the Athletic, saying saying the only reason why the the Wolves beat the Lakers was because the Lakers didn't show up to play and were uninterested. And then the next night. The against the Clippers, the Wolves showed up with Cat completely uninterested, being pushed off the block, and just setting the tone for the team. And the team just got blown out. And that it's just a fucking train wreck. And <laughs> in addition to that, the Wolves were fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars this this week mm-hmm. for holding an unsanctioned team gathering outside of the market. In Miami, A Rod put it together apparently at his house. He's got like a practice facility at his house or something. It's like a that. fucking party. Yeah. In like a COVID party. Yeah. And well, those guys are all vaccinated except Tori and Prince, I guess. Regardless. But, but, um, Hollander said that, you know, they probably could have avoided all the social media posts. <laughs> <laughs> And they didn't have to have all their basketball ops ops guys there. Like if if told, um, they told on themselves, exactly. So it's just it's just it's just a shit show. Rap snitches tell. And I'm I'm business. hoping that the current owner Glenn Taylor had to pay the fine too, which makes it even funnier. Most likely, he's like I can't get rid of this team fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just and they lost tonight to the Suns. Mm-hmm. Well, they hung in there with them, so that's a positive. The, the it was Timberwolves Cat's birthday are, tonight. They're doing exactly what we thought they would do. They would be a lower tier team. It's exactly what we thought they would be. 
I said I thought they'd be good, but I need to stop. It's like it's like the Spurs. You bet with the Spurs until they flop. Yeah. You're just going in on the Timberwolves before they show you anything. Well, I thought maybe Finch would be a decent coach and Cat's supposed to be this really good center, which Yeah. Happy birthday, cat. <laughs> you know, they got D'Angelo Russell, but it's kind of like, I swear, like the Chris Wallace teams, they brought in all the pals buddies, Juan Carlos Navarro. And, you know, it's just like, you, you can't just cater to these assholes. You have to bring in the players that you think are actually good, not the players that are their friends. Yeah. I mean, we see a little bit of that with the Grizzlies right now. Well, I think exa- like if you're gonna say that would okay, so you- it's just young. It's dude. It's it's just a mature uh, a maturation issue, and the wolves have gotten away with being a young team for so long, and people not having big expectations, and and they get the they put the numbers up in the box scores, and they look good, but they, it doesn't translate to wins because they can't buckle down and get the business side right where it's. 48 minutes of defense it's not coughing the ball up in clutch moments well it's not d'angelo russell at the end of of a shot clock or the end of the game taking some dumbass step back three when you're you're down two when you could just give the fucking ball to one of the best post players in the game yeah just poor decision making and and i feel like that comes with teams being young i mean we're watching it right now one second brian we're watching that right now with the grizzlies where it's just a whole bunch of fucking young guys and they're getting away with murder and there's not really anything you can do about it. You just have to sit by and watch it happen. And hopefully the Grizzlies don't become the new fucking Timberwolves. Yeah. Hopefully they learn from their mistakes. Well, the Timberwolves are now coming into a, a part, an era of their organization where the guys are actually getting a little bit older. Like Carl Anthony Towns is getting a little bit older. He's like 26 now with the birthday and all. So maybe there's, maybe they will mature. I don't know. It might be too late. I don't know. Maybe a change of scenery is what. Maybe they do need to break up the band. Dude, the Wolves are absolute trash. Um, <laughs> I mean, we were live watching the Grizzlies Timberwolves game on the last podcast, I believe. Yes, we were. <laughs> and it comes down to that inbounds play that we talked about. Mm hmm. Yeah, Brevin just going ape shit. Which was hilarious. That's it. I mean, that's the Wolves. I mean, you're inbounding, you're inbounding the ball at the end of the game, game-winning situation, and just none of your players are moving. Nobody comes for the ball. Nobody. There's no Nobody's cutting. Nope, literally no one is moving. There's only one guy ready to receive the inbounds pass. Yeah. One guy, and so, he's doubled. So, yeah, what does the defense do? Doubles him. <laughs> it is like, so in our industry, it's like like when you when you mess up somebody's meal <laughs> and you're sending out the wrong meal to someone and you go, man, we got to fix this right now. Like, pay attention. We got to get this. We got to get this cooking. We got to get it going. And your whole staff goes, huh? <laughs> what? It's a, it's a lack of sense of urgency. 
I would like to think that the staff that we work with are better prepared well, for those situations. We ain't the Timberwolves. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't compare the two necessarily, uh, but I get what you're saying. Maybe that sort of thing happens at, I don't know, like Taco Bell or something, mm-hmm. Wendy's, I don't know. But It's frustrating watching. I was frustrated for the Timberwolves watching that play. Yeah, and and some of that's got to come on coaching. Like the guys got to be prepared. They have to know how to react in a situation without thinking. There's no time to fucking think. All you have time for is to react, and nobody reacted. Nobody reacted on an inbounds play. Whether the game's on the line or not, Mm -hmm. you can't just you can't just stand there. Yeah, you can't be confused. It was so bad. You can't be confused about what that in game situation is. You have to know what that in-game situation is before it happens. At least try to out like outmaneuver your guy, even if it's not a play. So I think what Brian's trying to say is that that's a lot of what's going on with the Timberwolves. It's yeah. like too much of that kind of shit, right? Where they don't know exactly yeah. what to do. They're not I mean, prepared. if that happens, if that happens in the first quarter, yeah. you don't react like that. And so normally that's something you would see with a lot of young teams, mm-hmm. a lot of young players. But like D'Angelo is not like a young player no. anymore. Neither is Cat. Cat's not a young player. So yeah, the uh, patience probably should be wearing down Minnesota, and that's why they're a low expectation team. Until something changes, and it, it maybe it has to be a dramatic change. I don't know. Something that's a change. And they've already burned through how many coaches, Bo, in the last five, six years? They had Adelman until 2013 14. Then they had Flip Saunders from 14 mm-hmm. 15. And they had Sam Mitchell from 15 16. Then 16 17, they had Thibodeau, Thibodeau. Thibodeau, Ryan Saunders, and then Fetch. So they've had three in the last five years. Okay. Still not great, but not as bad as I was thinking. I thought there was one it's more It's weird to go backwards. You see Thibodeau, Sam Mitchell, Flip, Adelman. Yeah. Ra- Rambus. <laughs> I mean, those are all great coaches. Mm-hmm. Very well-respected coaches. No disrespect to Ryan Saunders, but he probably should have gotten like a like, I don't know, an executive vice president job and not the head coaching job. I don't know. I, th- I think he knows basketball pretty well. What's uh, Ryan Saunders doing now? Actually, he is doing some sort of business school. Ryan Saunders has joined the Northwestern St. Paul campus as an adjunct faculty. And let's see if he's what is what he, is he a teacher? He's gonna he's gonna teach sports leadership, a two credit course in the College of Behavioral and Natural Sciences. Okay. So I saw like he kind of got into basketball with like player development, which is like basically teaching. Well, he's a coach, he's a he's a teacher. Yeah. The University of Northwestern, St. Paul, is a non denominational Christian university in St. Paul with a biblical worldview worldview integrating to all programs. What is this place? Is this some hokey university? I guess it has a biblical worldview. World it's hokey. Got a big ass golden eagle on campus. I'll watch Alex Caruso. Oh, never mind. No, I'm not. <laughs> what Caruso gonna do? Does he, does he not look tan? 
He doesn't hold the ball very long. Like, he doesn't have the ball very long. Doesn't it look like he spent a little time it's on a tanning bed? I don't know, dude. <laughs> no, he's just wearing a yellow headband. <laughs> it's an illusion, Michael. <laughs> They're not tricks. They're illusions. <laughs> A trick is something the Lakers do to save money. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Frank Vogel really uh, misses Caruso. You think? Do you think you'd rather have Alex Caruso or Kent Bazemore? Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would probably take Caruso over Rajon Rondo. <laughs> Honestly, I would. Caruso or Mello? I think think if I want LeBron to be happy, I'm going uh, Mello. But Caruso doesn't make bonehead plays, you know. He's not out there unprepared. Yeah, but... Some of this is on the players, you know. If we're talking about Mello, Caruso also is not going to guy who's going to get you possibly 25 in a playoff game. True. I guess. Yeah, if we're talking about yeah, Caruso is not going to Mello and Caruso. Yeah, but I think Caruso's you can still not, get huh? Caruso and then sign Mello to a minimum contract. Caruso is so. not going to bail out your whole team and get thirty any like on a random night. You uh, might get you, thirty I mean, steals. You got to pay yeah. Mello a little bit because it's because it's clutch, and then you're just pissing LeBron off. Yeah, if Mello's not secure in the bag. <laughs> well, I think that's all I got on the. Uh, Timber things. Yeah, the Timberwolves. Yeah, I think a lot of what their issues are is maybe they need to work harder individually on their games. Some game preparation in game situations. I think that could go a long way for them, as would any young team. But they're kind of getting to the point where they're not a young team anymore. They can only get away with this shit. For so long. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's shit or get off the pot time. For it feels like wolves. it. It sure feels like it, man. I f- maybe that's what's going on in Sacramento, too, with Walton. Hmm. Brian, your lowered expectation team is Chicago, who's exceeded lower expectations. I feel like I, I, feel like I picked my team poorly. No, you didn't. It's just a different outcome than we thought. Yeah. I mean, they're first in the Central Division. They are third in the Eastern Conference. Hey, they're overachievers. They have uh, two players who last week were ranked in the top five scores in the league in DeRozan and Levine. Those two players have dropped to um, sixth and seventh. Splash bros. <laughs> Bulls bros. I mean, what can you say about this team that hasn't already been said? We've talked about them a lot. Yeah. Every week. They're it's fucking a, winning. It's a segment. Yeah, I mean, DeRozan is just mashing. I mean, they were a pick game team this week, yeah. so we already kind of talked about them a lot. DeRozan's got 32 here in the third quarter against the Lakers. They're up 20. I mean, that's it. I'm telling you, these guys are just businessmen. Yeah. It's as I, Bo would say, business and buckets. I don't watch business this team. Business and buckets. I, I don't. They good. I 
Don't watch this team and think that they're going to have a slide at any point this season. I mean, they're not, you know. And Vooch is a – They'll lose they're two games, them. three games maybe in a row. They're missing they're Patrick Williams, yeah. Vucevic, and Kobe White right now. And they're up 20 on the Lakers in L.A. And Anthony Davis is losing his fucking mind. <laughs> LeBron James is on the court. Losing his shoe. LeBron James, he is. Why is he on the court? It's like he should be suspended for this yeah. shit. In no <laughs> fucking other world can any other player step out on the court and start arguing with the refs. <laughs> aside from a getting coach. ejected. <laughs> what is what is LeBron? And so is LeBron. Abaha. What was Dwight Howard just doing in a is fucking he, tunnel? LeBron was wearing like a. He was spinning around till he was dizzy. I think LeBron looked like a, a Pendleton advertisement. I, I don't know. Maybe he's going to go put 80s jersey on. <laughs> what other player can walk out on the court? What's his problem with the shoe? Tire shoe. Anthony Davis's shoe came off, and <laughs> the refs didn't call timeout so he could put his shoe back on. Uh huh. And he got upset and yelled at the ref. Yeah, he didn't want to play no more. <laughs> 80s, like, oh, we're, we're down uh, 22. And this is how much twenty three, yeah. And now I'm good. And this is how much LeBron James trusts his coaching staff. Is LeBron went out on the court <laughs> like a coach to talk to the referees about it instead of LeBron letting his coach, coach has a coach instead of letting Vogel handle the situation. Like how fucking demeaning is that to Vogel? He's like, LeBron, get back on the bench. Like if a if a player leaves the bench when a fight breaks out. They have suspensions and fines. Yeah, he comes out looking, wearing what looks like a Pendleton blanket. Uh, ridiculous treatment. Yeah, Star he looks treatment. like a. Yeah, he looks like he should be in like male fashion advice <laughs> on Reddit. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you can go if you want to buy a T-shirt, Jeff. You're like, I need some new T-shirts. I go to houseofhoops.com. <laughs> Okay. Well, never mind. All right. You no. got it. You're good. Buy you got the shirt. That's why I buy my shirts. Never mind. Okay. Bo, send me over some uh, graphic ideas this week for the shirts. Okay. We need some more shirts. All right. We need like, gotcha. instead of having two shirts for sale, we should ideally get that number up to 20 to 30 different shirt logos. Yeah. To, uh, Increase sales and profits for the house of hoops. I was going to tell you guys, there's some breaking news on Evan Mobley. He good? He's been diagnosed with an elbow sprain. Going to get himself an MRI tomorrow. Oh, no. They happen in threes. First, first Tony Allen, now Jaeger, now Mobley. The first comment on my Twitter is some guy named Seth at Beagle Boy. Two one six. He can take. He can take my elbow. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I guess we don't have to look at a Cavs game for the for the pit game choice. It wasn't Probably ever. Not. It was never going to be a Cavs game. I'm just still entranced by LeBron's like sun going down at Coachella look. I feel like our Cavs pit game would be like against Orlando or something. <laughs> You're like, hey, you guys want to learn what like thirty other players' names are? <laughs> Who's that long legs of the 
yellow pants on the bench there. I can't see the TV like that. My eyes are crossed. It was like it was like it looked like he was sitting in Phil Jackson's chair. You know that chair Phil Jackson used to carry around with him? Yeah, he had bad uh bad back. Yeah, it's like he's like, Oh, you got Phil's chair tonight. Here you go. <laughs> if I'm Dwight, I'm definitely sitting in Phil's chair every night. <laughs> go get me Phil's chair. <laughs> Who is it? Yellow pants? I'm trying to. I'm gonna try to look. Uh, you just keep looking. You'll see yellow pants. Oh, God. oh. that's DeAndre Jordan. Oh, is yellow pants. Yellow pants is sitting in Phil's chair. I think so. Okay. I mean, he's tall enough to be DeAndre Jordan. So, are you done with your segment, Brian? <laughs> You've. Yes. Falling asleep twice during the middle during it. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Jeff, tell us about the Spurs. Should we move on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spurs. Not a lot to say <laughs> about the Spurs this week. Spurs are right there with the Timberwolves at 4-9 on the season. Exactly where you would think a lowered expectation team would be on the outside of the playoffs looking in not great with losses to the Lakers and the Mavericks this week. They did beat the Kings and that's part of that whole Luke Walton trouble issue. Oh, you lost to the Spurs. Um, They lost to the Thunder last week. They're better than the bottom tier teams, the magic, the Rockets, I would think. They're better than the cellar dwellers, but they're... It's not good enough? No, they don't have a good team. It's it's a rebuild. It's a team of no all-stars. It's, there's no expectations here, and that's exactly what we're seeing. It's a team with no expectations doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Lose game after game after game. For fun, I'm going to pull up the last box score. Keldon had a game. DeJounte at a game. Lonnie Walker's, I keep hearing that he's making strides and taking steps, and then I look at the box scores, and I'm like, he have four points. I got this. And my my boy Jacques is not playing. It's just a whole lot of nothing going on. It's like Mm. the most boring shit. There's nothing to say. What was in the news? I think at one point I looked at the Spurs news and I was like, this is fucking nothing. It was like a PR, something Ginobili did of, with like bicycling in San Antonio, <laughs> opening up some bike lane. Like, I was like, there's no fucking Charity. news. There's no fucking news. Nothing has changed. They're just losing games. They're going to hang below 500 and, and Bobovich is going to try to coach these guys up a little bit, but. The talent level is just not enough, I think, for them to be able to win or even be 500. So, yeah, hopefully you find something good next week. That's my lowered expectation segment. We got to pick a game, yeah. and I actually am prepared. Before I fall asleep on your couch. Yeah, we got to get Brian out of here. All right, let's wrap this up with uh, picking a game for next week. Games that I see that are interesting. I'm just going to break break the ice here. I like... 
can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. Spurs at Clippers. We've kind of been on a roll where we're doing like uh, our lowered expectations teams. So I threw that one in there. That's the only Spurs game. Actually, Thursday, the Spurs play the Timberwolves. Look that could that. be hilarious. Tick, tickets as low as nine dollars. <laughs> that is, that is five stars. Is that five stars? I, I think it's like. I mean, it's a one star game that we should give five stars. We're going on a five star system because I'm a five star man. <laughs> and if I was going to give that game five stars, then I could never. It could never be any better. So I'm thinking three. Uh, three and a half. Four. <laughs> Let's, let's just pull it with the five stars. All right. Five. Five stars. If we have the Spurs Clippers, I think the Clippers are probably just going to route them. So we'll, we'll trend that one down. But it's interesting. Let's see who would win that one. I'm curious. I mean, at some point this season, unfortunately, we're going to have to watch Clippers game. Yeah, and the Clippers are like an eighth spot team, and Spurs are way down there. So I think it's a bad playoff team. There's something there, but probably not what we're looking for. Poe, do you see any? Oh, you guys threw me off with the Spurs Timberwolves. I was just like daydreaming about <laughs> Yaka Pirtle and Carl Anthony Towns going after it. Um, Pirtle's been out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has been. That's true. Well, we got the Kings Timberwolves now. Kings Timberwolves. That is on Wednesday, Wednesday night. Oh. <laughs> okay is how about the rockets Minnesota? it is actually how about rockets thunder two stars for kings minnesota what was the last one rockets, rockets thunder on what day <laughs> wednesday wednesday Houston. actually i got a, a game that is intriguing truthfully is wednesday night the bulls and the blazers if not just for the video game reference love bulls blazers just did a Bulls game. That's true. The Warriors are ta- are playing uh, Brooklyn. I like that Tuesday night matchup. I Could like that a lot. Fun. Could be a. Fun, I was looking at that one. Yeah, it's watch. a TNT game, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly's I am playing off tomorrow night. Philly's playing Utah on Tuesday, but eh. without Embiid, that's just less. Yeah. I just scratched a line through it. So Boston's playing at Atlanta. On Wednesday. No Jalen Brown. Scratch it out. So we're down to the gimme on Tuesday. Tomorrow, Golden State at Brooklyn. Or Kings, Wolves, Houston, OKC, San Antonio, Minnesota. I feel like San Antonio, Minnesota is the one. Really? I do because it's, uh, you know, it's just going to be a sh- Shitty yeah, fucking it's game. Be awful. Oh gosh. <laughs> and I'm going to the Wolves game on Saturday night. Spare me. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll scratch out the five star game. <laughs> we can we can watch that. Well, what it, <laughs> we can watch it. It's fine. <laughs> what else would you rather watch? I don't know. Raptors Kings. Jesus. There's like something I know. good. Ooh, Pacers Hornets. We've already done a Pacers and a. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Love that Tuesday night TNT matchup. Yeah, or Warriors Houston Brooklyn. OKC, where we yeah. have to figure out who all these guys are. Yeah, on OKC. What night is that? OKC's roster is a nightmare to me. 
I feel like no, we I don't, should definitely I don't do that game. That. So I can explain to you guys who all these OKC players are. Sure. <laughs> That'll take 30 minutes. <laughs> Tuesday night. I mean, that will be fun. It's Durant versus Steph. Yeah. And the, the Warriors are they have, they have two of the best records. And yeah. No. I mean, I'll honestly probably watch that game anyway. So. So it should definitely be the pick game. <laughs> Curry's must watch. Like that excuse isn't going to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to watch that anyway. Good. <laughs> it should be the pick game then. <laughs> Let's fucking cross pollinate. <laughs> Three and a half stars. Tuesday night Warriors Nets. It's 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 outing all the other picks by half a star. There's not a lot of great games. I agree. When I was looking at it, I didn't see much. That's why I ended up with Spurs Clippers as like my favorite. Yeah, let's do the one Brian said he's going to watch anyway. If we want, we can go into Thanksgiving week, but I don't know if you guys want to commit to watching basketball during Thanksgiving week because we will be off next week for the... Uh, oh, that's right. Well, we're all doing that hot dog eating contest. Oh. oh are we yeah, taking next right. week off? Are we taking the, we're taking the night, the Monday night before Thanksgiving off. Next week. Okay. Yeah, my sister's going to be in town. I can't be... Oh. That's right. Yeah, she was supposed to be in town this week to watch the yeah, hot dog I, eating contest. Yeah, but then she yeah the hot she, yeah that's she right. was like oh, but Thanksgiving's the week after, so I'll just come. Yeah, week. yeah. I can understand. No, why I had be confused. The, I had the schedule wrong. <laughs> so, I mean, technically, we can look into next week, but I don't think you guys are going to want to commit to basketball games next week. Essentially, this game we'll be talking about in two weeks. Maybe we don't do a pick game. Maybe we do. Uh, sounds like we do. Because <laughs> that's like the one thing we do every week for sure. Yes, boss. <laughs> well, let's just let's look down the schedule and see what we got. When I developed this podcast 15 years ago, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to do was watch mm-hmm. a game mm-hmm. every week. Ooh, I got a game. Saturday the twenty seventh, we got the Knicks and the Hawks. Knicks, Hawks. Oh, we've done we've Knicks. done Knicks game. What about Suns Nets Saturday the twenty seventh? That's a good one. Oh, do you want to commit to watching a game over the holidays? I'm gonna watch it Monday anyway when the kids are back in school. Suns yeah, Nets uh, or Warriors Nets? What's which one? Let's let's well let's do Suns do Nets because later it'll game. be a little more. It'll be a little more prescient by the time we record. It'll be more recent, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, see, I don't subscribe to the recency thing because the teams are still – we're still going to be trying to figure out what's going on with those teams. Like The teams aren't going anywhere. They're still going to be those teams in two weeks. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean <sighs> – I don't subscribe to the – recency bias defense well i that, understand that you don't but it gives me I more think, time to watch the game i like watching a game and having it more fresh regardless of what my notes are and i think maybe the listeners maybe we should do a listener poll no <laughs> okay 
If I'm listening to a podcast, I'm not going to want to listen to a podcast about a game that was 10 days ago. Even That's if, just me. Well, I feel like maybe if you're getting information that you're not getting on that podcast. Yeah. That you're getting information on our podcast, different information. Oh, you're right. What podcast are you listening to where they're actually breaking down games anyway? Not. Sounds like it's Nets Dubs then. I just feel like we should pick the more interesting matchup that we would want to watch and and we have something to take away from. We're something we're looking for within that matchup. Do you want to do Suns Nets or Warriors Nets? I vote for Warriors Nets. That sounds great. I mean, they're both going to be interesting games, but the Warriors Nets, Steph versus Durant certainly is of more intrigue. And we've already done Phoenix anyway. Let's just call it Warriors Brooklyn. Well, you can watch that game whenever you want on the league pass. Will do. All right. We got to wrap it up. All right. Once again, we will be off next week for the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Brian, thank you for being here. Long Any day, time? early yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. Let's get you out of here. Bo, thank you for being here as always. Yes. I appreciate you. All right. See ya. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Devil. Dude, how did you get Terry Riley on the pod? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs>